Welcome everybody to the first ever 40-something podcast. We're all excited to be here, right ladies? Yes. Yes, we are. We're going to be sharing some really great, insightful information with you today. And for the following weeks, we're going to be... Um, Talking a lot of rubbish potentially for the rest of the for the rest of this for the rest of this podcast potentially. Um, my sister Ness is going to be hosting our, our first topic today. Ness, you want to take over? Yes. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us with Forty Something, our first episode today. Um, I would like for my co-hosts to introduce themselves. So I'm going to start from my left. Hi, I'm Tony. Hi, I'm Nina. Hello, I'm Michelle. I'm Hannah. Hi, I'm Shakira. And as you know, I'm Vanessa. Um, unfortunately, with the changes from Boris, good old Doris, um, <laughs> we are only we are able only to be in a group of six. So unfortunately, Melissa and Cherie could not make it today. But we will be doing our podcast on rotation. So you will get a feel for all of us at some point throughout the different episodes. So, ladies, I have an icebreaker for you all. Um, and what I would like for you to do is to name one thing you would do now that you would not have done in your 30s. And I'll start off with Shakira. Oh, no, don't. Not me, please. I'm passing it on. Go on, Hannah. No, I can't think, man. Go, come Because <laughs> everything you're doing now, you was doing when you was ready. That's why. Nothing's changed. Okay. What would I do now that I didn't do in my 30s or that, that I did? would not have done in your 30s that you would do now? I don't know if I'm the one because I I think 30, between 30 and 40 it hasn't been that much of a difference in terms of life changes I think maybe I'm, I'm a bit more confident I don't know yeah. a bit more confident a bit more able to kind of get on with things it's alright Nina <laughs> <laughs> no I agree I think um, yeah when I reflect on it as well I don't think I would do like yeah it's, the time's gone quick it's gone quick yeah. so yeah, 10 years 30 goes very quick. and 40, that time has gone quick. A lot of things have happened, but it's gone very quick. So I don't know. I'd have to think on that one. That's a good icebreaker for myself. But, uh, <laughs> it's breaking no ice. Clearly, I'm clearly not prepared not for that melting. one. Really. It's not melting right now. Um, Michelle? So I think all of you guys are lying. Let's just be real about this. Um, so what wouldn't I do? I wouldn't fake it. Oh. oh, okay. I wouldn't <laughs> fake it. We went straight life generally, or just sorry, can, can you expand? Well, I wouldn't fake it. Like you know, I wouldn't no, fake it. <laughs> I wouldn't fake an orgasm. orgasm. You're like oh. just to make somebody else feel special. Did you fake it for ten years, Michelle? It's <laughs> <laughs> gay. Well, Tony, um, to be honest. I think there were breakups, makeups, breakups, and we were on a break situation. So okay, during those, you. we were on a break. There were many fakes. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I think yeah. none of us are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of us have not gone through a period where we had faked it. To be fair. Are we here already? I don't but know. no, I'm just saying. I'm literally just. I'm literally just saying. I'm just. You know, we're here to to speak our truth. So there are times when. But in terms of your question, I can't think of anything that I would do now that I wouldn't have done before. I can't think. No. no. I think, yeah, I think going back to what you said, Michelle, that's that's key in terms of wouldn't fake it. As in, I think now I'm less tolerant than I was 10 years ago. Definitely. Thank so you, Shakira. It wasn't specifically in relation to one area of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just across the board. <laughs> so I think now I'm more inclined to say I'm off, I'm out draw a line can't be bothered I'm not prepared to totally agree you know what I mean drag it on for 10,000 years 
So yeah, that's the difference. Okay. Um, with me, it's just more, I think I'm less risk adverse. Um, 10 years, over 10 years of time of growth, I think I'm more willing to take the risk. Like even hosting mm. today's show, I would not even have wanted to put myself forward to do this 10 years ago. Wouldn't even want to hear my own voice. I'm surprised if anybody even wants to hear my voice after today. <laughs> but it's, it's so that, very true. I've, I've come out of my comfort mm. zone a hell of a lot in, in more ways than one. So I think there's a lot to be said there over the last 10 years. So that's where I am at. Okie dokie. Thank you, Vanessa, for the icebreaker. Mm. So now that our listeners have had a little bit of a taste of our own personalities, just a touch, I mean, you'll get so much more over the time. Um, let's move on to today's topic, which is, is 40 the new 30? So ladies, can you please all state your age and how you feel about being in your 40s? And I'll start off with Tony. So I'm 42 and... Um, I think now I can embrace it. I still get IDs when I go to the shop. So that to me is fantastic. Bonus. Great. Um, I think over the past two years, I would say that I've been happy to be 40. I think coming into my 40s, I was like, what is this? Time has gone so quickly um, that you still kind of remember things that happened 10 years ago, perhaps. So I think um, for me, um, going back to the question, the question was, um, how do you feel about being in your 40s? Um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I'm happy to be 40. Okay, good. Nina? <laughs> I love being in my 40s, I must say. Um, it's been a long road, but I think I'm at the place now where I'm the most confident. I'm the most financially secure. Um, my son's grown up, so I'm, I've got more freedom. Um, I'm in a happy relationship. Sorry. <laughs> Not bragging. <laughs> right. 40's great for me. I've had some, my 30s were a bit tough, but 40's been really good for me and I'm excited to continue in my 40s. Michelle? We haven't got a choice, really, because yeah, well, can't yeah. go backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you have no choice, Nina? <laughs> Thanks, honey. So I don't really know. Um, can you say the question again? Sorry. How do you feel do you about feel? being in your 40s? How do I feel? I feel all right, you know. Um, I'm living it, I'm doing it. I think um, I'm more direct. I'm more about me, you know. Um, I'm not concerned about other people. Don't really give a beep what mm. other people think within reason. Um, I do think, though, I'm more about, I know what I want to do. I, and I've, I've got that energy for it. Don't get me wrong, in my 30s, I had lots of energy for lots of different things. But I'm more focused, if that makes sense. Um, I'm excited. Um, I'm reflective in terms of what I haven't achieved yet, which many of my friends have achieved. And I don't mean that in terms of materialism, but it's more personal and spiritual things to me. Um, but I'm rolling with it and I like rolling with it. I'm, I look forward to it. I'm pretty much glass half full as opposed to glass half empty anyway, most of the time. And that's just me. So I'm good. So you're feeling more content within yourself? within me I feel like I'm still getting to know me I feel like you can never know yourself fully but I'm enjoying it more mm -hmm. if that makes sense so it's all good Hannah um I think for me when I hit 30 that's when I had the biggest wobble I've ever experienced more so than I did when I hit um 40 because by the time because I had my baby 
considerably late in relation to my friends. Not you, obviously, Vanessa. But like in, in, in <laughs> no. relation to my to my other friends, I had my baby quite late. And when I hit 30, I was still touring and I was like, oh, I haven't had a baby. And, you know, I, I need to kind of be having a baby, <laughs> really. Mm. So I kind of now I've got over that. Hitting 40 was like, it was a bit of a relief because it wasn't as terrible as the 30s. And I've got people around me that I can experience it with kind of thing. It's not just me on my own being 40. Mm-hmm. I've got all of you guys. <laughs> yeah. and, and just to state for the record, Hannah's actually 42. Thanks, Vanessa. You're more than welcome. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I think all of us forgot our ages yeah. there for a minute. I, I, I forgot mine. Was I'm, that intentional? I'm 42, yeah. <laughs> and Michelle's also 42. Thank you, Vanessa. You're welcome. Well, I'm 43. So I'm the, <laughs> it's only I'm, a I'm, I'm the old bag of the group. Right, so how a- do I feel actually, about currently, 40? Presently, presently, in this room at this yeah. moment, although the one that's older than me definitely is not an old bag, but anyway. So I feel fantastic about being 40, especially in comparison to how I felt when I was 30. When I was 30, I think I was still a little bit all over the place. Yeah, and at 40, I feel a lot more centred, um, I don't actually give two shits as much as I used to. So I just do what I want to do most of the time when I want to do it. Um, and I feel happier for that. Um, I'm not really dictated by the things that I was 10 years ago. Um, sleep in when I want, go out when I want. My children are big. Sorry. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, sleep in as in I don't have to get up in the morning at 8 o'clock and buy alarm clock and all okay. that kind of stuff. Dropping so people to school. No, yeah, I've got no school yeah. runs, none of that stuff. It's That's all long, gone, long, long time, gone. Mm. So therefore, I can do what I want. I have freedom. Mm. But mine's the other end of the spectrum because obviously when you lot was living it all up in your teens and 20s, I was a mummy. Hello. Not me. Oh, no. well, yeah, of course, yeah. But you still had, what, two years on me? I was yeah. 17. I was 21. Yes, well, three. Look, I was 17 when I had a baby, so I didn't have... I think that's four. We're going to... four? <laughs> Let's try and learn well, how to that, count. Well, that's clear that, clear that um, obviously, I wasn't in school for the whole duration. But anyway... <laughs> I was doing stuff that I shouldn't have been doing, clearly. But anyway, going back to the question. So, yeah, I feel better. Only thing that I'm not cool about is the bodily changes, if I'm totally honest. Like, I'm achy certain times in the morning. I'm not even going to lie. The recovery takes long. Much longer. Um, I'm not appreciating the grey hairs. I'm not appreciating the changes Mm. from that respect. But aside from that, I'm feeling cool. I feel Mm. good. But I, the, the, you know, the, the body stuff. Like, I'm, I'm not happy with you. Like, so do you guys feel like we, you've had? Do you guys feel like you've had made major changes, like in your body since hitting forty? Or yes, hell oh yeah, yes. of course. Do you feel like it's been significant? Like as you hit forty, you're like, okay, this knee has had it. Yes, um, I think it hit yeah. me after I had my baby, mm, and yeah. I couldn't even get out of the bed. And now um, my hips and everything else, it's not the same. <laughs> and it's not. And to be honest, when you have. A baby in your 40s. I was 39 when I gave birth. No, 40 when I... How old was I? 39 when I got pregnant. And, yeah. And after I turned 40, I gave birth to my daughter. Um, And your body slows down significantly as opposed to if I had a child in my 20s or even in my early 30s. She was, you was. No, you're doing the math because she was in Ibiza when she was at her 40th That's birthday party. So therefore, she, she wasn't drinking, so definitely. He was definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely 40, 100%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so are we also saying that there's a bit of memory loss when we turn 40 or something? Because I'm <laughs> oh, like sitting here thinking, I, mm, I have, sorry, I have, I've got all my maths wrong, sorry. But <laughs> the, the point I'm making is, is that when you turn 40, your body goes through a lot of changes. 
is. And I'm just saying that when you have a child in that in that age range, your body feels it a lot more. The mm. impact is a lot more. Um, your memory loss is just ridiculous. So you have it anyway, but I'm seriously yeah, lagging. Say, I thought that was just me. My well, memory is terrible. ridiculous yeah, at the moment. Absolutely. Mine is poor, poor, poor. But mine has poor. never been great, but it's not... <laughs> mine, no, mine. It's not getting... It's not getting <laughs> I don't forget a thing. <laughs> now, easy. Easily. Okay, so ladies then. <laughs> Do you think it's true that women in their 40s are looking and feeling better than ever? Well, we've just said that. We no, just said that. Just said that. Yeah. Well, you know... Kind of. Yeah. Depends. I think that I think that with, I mean, the, with the changes that are happening to our bodies, like that's inevitable. It was gonna with the stuff that was happening in the twenties and the teens. It has to catch up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, when mm. we was out in Hackney doing things that we should not have been doing, all of us. But when I, I see, see when okay. I see drawing everybody in, when I see artists <laughs> like where were you, Shakira, um, Jennifer Lopez? When I see artists yeah. like Jennifer Lopez, who is fifty, yeah. and her body is yeah. banging. But they, again, but they banging. Yeah, so do you. But, yeah. What's the difference? I find later. that when you're exercising now, your body's not snapping back to how no, it was before. It's not. It's because not. I'm like, you know, doing 100 sit-ups a day and it's not, nothing's happening. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't I think... It's metabolism, isn't it? Your yeah, metabolism exactly. changes as you get older. And, um, if, you know, they say you're not supposed to eat after a certain time. Mm. You've got to down on the carbs. It's just natural. It's just, it's the way that your body works. It starts to slow down. And I think us as women particularly there's lots more changes obviously in terms of hormones mm-hmm. you know as mm. we approach that other place but then that, that can kick in whenever any time. because yeah, it's hereditary it. isn't that's it that's right so. So. and it's also genetics like mm. we don't really think about that like and genetics aren't always directly what you see from your mum and dad it could be further down the line yeah, you know like so grandma, yeah exactly that's true well I was watching a podcast the other day. He mentioned that women over the age of 30s um, need to just be in their lane a little bit more and not try to keep up with younger women in their 20s. Now, for us who are in our 40s, to be fair, I was surprised, and a lot of listeners are going to be shocked that I didn't know this, that at 40, you're classed as middle-aged. But I don't think we look too bad. I think the 40-year-old generation now... Well, I don't. Well, I'm not... I'm Sorry, V. I'm not in the prime of my life in terms of my my physique. Can I correct that? You said we don't look too what? Too bad. I think we look fucking fantastic, to be yeah, quite but honest. I'm so, um, yeah. that's, that's all fine, but I'm not in the gym, so I'm not going to put myself in a fantastic <laughs> category. I'm keeping it, I'm keeping it real for, for me. That. Okay, so for me, I don't think I look too bad. I don't look like how a 40-year-old would have looked. You, none of us are 18 year olds so there, I don't that think it's out there that look old and had a, us. yes I'm with sorry. all the surgery so maybe no, we need to celebrate it when women in that age group are maybe posting pictures and they're on holiday and they're in their bikini it's not quite I don't think as he would say thirst pictures I just think it's celebrating a more mature body or somebody who's looking after themselves versus you know your younger yeah. females with the lip fillers and everything else and they just the, the, but, but let's flip it a sec because we're talking about how we look and how we appear to other people let's just take men for a second okay so i'm sorry guys if you're listening but some of you ain't all that like some of you are some of you aren't some of you are yeah it's all right um but the joke of it is when women are looking at men and making these assessments or judgments 
what factors in for us is the confidence and the charisma. It's not even sometimes what you look Same like. Way, yeah. It's how you come, how you present yourself, mm-hmm. the energy you give, Completely. you know, mm-hmm. and what that so does true. to another person, mm-hmm. the stuff you cannot see. Mm-hmm. So, so, when we're t- so do you think it's about then... I think for for us as forty year olds, like I I genuinely am I'm so I wouldn't want to go back to my thirties. So I wouldn't want to ever be like be, me being forty makes me feel like I'm thirty again. I do I don't want to go back there. Those years are over and gone. I think that uh, there's there's different ideas of what is beautiful now. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like years Very ago, true. there's certain things that would not be necessarily considered. Even years ago, dark skinned girls weren't considered cute. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like yep. so, like th- th- I think that now hitting forty, I would not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go back to my thirties. And I really, I, I'm enjoying where I am now. There's some roles that I wish weren't there, but they're there. Hey, <laughs> there's nothing I can do about it. I'm just gonna shake it and just put on a waist trainer and just hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask a question? Because I, I didn't get to elaborate a bit more. What did he say? He said so what? So they were talking generally about, they, the whole um, podcast was about, would you let your partner have a look in at your phone? Or would you leave it out so that they could have access to your phone? That was the general conversation and debate that they were having. But it came on board um, when they were talking about his past relationships and how women were starting to perceive themselves and how men are um, perceiving them also. It was talking about how some women at a certain age still feel like they are hot and they need to grow old in a certain way. Didn't he say they were like hot, but in a different way? Hold on, grow old in a... a, What did he say, gracefully? No. He didn't use the word gracefully. He didn't use the word gracefully. In a more beautiful way, is actually what he said. Own your scars. Own your legs. Stay in your lane. But who told you you've got scars? I don't have a scar. Meaning, not not scars. (laughs) (laughs) How do you mean? It could be mental scars. It could be body scars. He he didn't say specific in terms of scars. He just said, own own your scars. So what's he saying? Is he saying basically like, grow old and stay in your lane and be graceful? What does that mean? And don't be putting out. Don't be trying to remain... And and that's the don't thing. Compete. Don't, compete don't compete with other. But who is competing with twenty-one-year-olds? Who is he making reference to? What is that? The question. I what mean, do you think? I well, like some people that are our age, and I probably think they are trying to compete with twenty-one-year-olds, well, well, or maybe they're just being fabulous in their own right. I don't know. But well, maybe he's just talking from his experience in yes, terms of what he's seen. That's, that's what so I think. I think we just need to take it as a little. I don't think anyone has the right to judge that, mm. really. Everybody should be able to grow old in whichever way they choose to. Mm. And and if, if if the younger generation or if men feel like the older women are competing, that means there must be a level of competition, right? Mm. That means yeah. that we must be, the, the women that are doing it must be looking or doing things that look similar to the one. I know, me personally, around my area, there's a lot of schools. I have seen... <laughs> No, no, no. I need everybody to understand. There's a lot of schools. As in schools when you go to school to learn and read your books. Weaves. I've seen weaves that are are more expensive than my shoes. I've seen weaves, makeup, lashes. Everybody's doing a whole lot. Yeah, they're doing a whole lot. So, I mean, if we're competing, it's like the younger younger ones, no shade. They all are looking way older. I know that I had plaits in school. A lot of plaits. There was never a day of eyelashes. My mum would not have left me, let me leave the house with eyelashes. What age group are you talking no. about? No, I'm talking about if we're, who are we, if we're competing, like the, the younger ones, I'm talking about even the smallest ones. They are mm. looking like big, big women now. They're looking like big, big women now. So mm. where, where's the line of, where's the line? <laughs> 
can I just say, I, I, I don't know, I didn't hear it, so I'm just taking... Well, I have it if you, you want said. me to play it. No, 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 it's, no, not no, not, no, no, it's okay. We're not going to take our time, no our time, time with playing that. That's all right. They got their airtime. <laughs> what I would just say from my perspective is I certainly would not be competing with anybody in their 20s. I don't want to be in my 20s and I definitely don't want to be nowhere near... 20s, 30s, nothing, not interested at all. Uh, my daughter's actually 25. And, you know, I, I have no interest in going back to that. When I see that lackadaisical behaviour, I'm really not interested. Um, I like where I am in terms of mentally, emotionally. Um, I don't want to go back to that place. Physically, aesthetically, I think what Hannah said is key. You should be allowed to grow old in any way that you see fit, which yeah. is comfortable to you. So I will wear what I want, when I want. You know, I mean, certain times I'll look at myself and check, mm, it might be a bit, you know, a bit risque or a bit too short for me, but I will make that decision. It's not dependent on what someone else thinks. It's about how I feel in that. I personally am really proud of the way that I've carried myself, you know, in how I carry myself generally and how I've carried myself into my 40s. And I think I should be able to show that. If I want to wear a bodycon, if I want to wear something short, why not? You know, no one can't tell me that I can't. But personally, I look good anyway, sorry. I just, I just, I just, I just hope, I'm hoping that that's not the idea that Sorry, I'm hoping that that's not the idea that there's that there's this competition or this this real need to try and look younger. But maybe there is because of social media. Yeah, and maybe yeah, that's yeah. what the perception is. Mm -mm. But that's the thing. In comments like him, it's, he's making us have competition. He's ma he's making us talk about this. You know, yeah. he's making us compare ourselves. I wouldn't say making us, but it's food for thought, thought yeah. definitely. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Okay, so. Turning 40 is perceived to be a huge milestone, and we only celebrate them now every 10 years, unfortunately. <coughs> <laughs> sad times, ladies, sad times. Um, so if you feel um, that this milestone has approached, how do you, do you feel that you've achieved everything that you've wanted so far within our, your 40s, or do you feel that you could achieve more, or does it even really matter? I feel like, but then my personality is of that I am never happy and I've always got something more to achieve. So that's me. I'd love to be at the point where I'm like, you know, I'm happy. I am happy, but there's always something else. So would you say you're just somebody who always likes to be productive? Yes, maybe that's what it is. But there's always something to do. Otherwise, I don't, what do I have to live for? Mm -hmm. I feel like I've always got to find something else to achieve that's but that's my personality and sometimes it can be quite a negative actually because then you find yourself I don't know unhappy yeah, yeah yeah but then I've just said I, I was content earlier on so I don't know but there's there's still a few things that you know that there's I still need to do certain aspects of your life you're yeah. happy with and there are yeah. others where you feel that there should need to be continuous growth or I just think you, you, you're always growing yeah, yeah. You always there's always something to achieve yeah I think you need to be very careful because I think we can spend most of our lives thinking, by this age, I should have attained this. And by that age, I should have got this. Mm. Um, I think we've got to live it. And I think we learn from our mistakes. And if we don't, we'll keep making the same mistakes until we finally get it, or until we drop down dead. And everyone says, child, that poor soul, you know, she never got that right, you know. Um, but I think that's easy to say, though. I think... As humans, we're always... No, I totally striving. agree with you. But I think it's important that we... Everything we do is slightly conditioned to a certain degree. So, you know, we learn from our parents, we learn from social media, we do all of this stuff. Um, but what I'm saying is, um, I know because I've been there before, by this age, I should have achieved X, Y, and Z, you know, and 
it's been like that in my marriage as well. We should have done this by this. We should have this by this, you know. Um, and it's like, yeah, we should, you know, yeah, let's try and do that. But what is that? Is that achievements or is that living life? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, because once you've achieved it, you're like, yep, tick that off. What's next? Mm-hmm. We just need that's to exactly live it. What I'm saying, yeah. But that's that's what I'm saying. It might it might be something in my personality. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. I'm I, always like, what's next? For me, it's more like now I'm in this place where Michelle just be. Just enjoy. You know, you're always striving. Yeah, me too. I'm like that as well now. Sorry, can I also point out, maybe Mm. Nina, you're like that. What's next? Because you are more driven because you're an entrepreneur. So you're always going to be thinking, what's the next project? What's the next thing that I need to do? You don't work for someone. Entrepreneurs. You work for yourself. Whereas, (laughs) Hannah, Hannah. (laughs) Whereas, um, the rest of us sitting here... We work for like an institute or somebody, so it's slightly different. I but don't that's not actually really true. So yeah. not all of us work for. No, but I'm saying else. her drivers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry, I'm saying, but her drivers are going to be different. Her 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 needs and wants are slightly different to us. I'm not always going to be saying what's next, what's next. Whereas the way her world works, you know, she's got a line to put out. Then she's got this to do. What am I doing next season? What's this? What's this? So her brain is always constantly thinking like that. Whereas we're not in tune like that. We would always want growth for ourselves in different aspects but hers is forever it's, it's, it's in her being I don't being. know but it's like when my son turned a certain age Michelle doesn't agree when I, my son turned a certain age I was like now what now what what do I do do I have another baby like I need things to do I, need, I just I'm just saying I think be... people who run their own businesses will think a little bit different maybe, from those that don't maybe that's, yeah, that's I, I think to Nina's point what she was saying is when she had her son um, I'm thinking of not mentioning people's names just <laughs> yeah. in case you know data protection rules and all of that jazz. Oh, yeah. um, you know, maybe like she wasn't running a business then. So what you're saying is your personality is of that anyway. So it suits your thing. business and that's mm. something that works well and comes well into your business. I think what I'm saying is, um, from what Vanessa said, is that it isn't just Nina who thinks like that, you know, like and Nina isn't the only entrepreneur here in terms of her industry. Mm. Um you know, like we all, well, I can't say we all because I'm inferring now, aren't I? So mm-hmm. um, we all work in different industry sectors, whether it be for ourselves, whether it be for somebody else, or maybe some of us are doing projects. So there is always but a what next. Yeah, yeah, and there's a, always a what next in terms of career. There's always a what next in terms of personal goals. There's always a, mm. a what next in some sort of element in your life, I guess. I think reinvention is that's life. Mm. You gotta keep that's, that's the what, word. You know, you that's keep the word. It fresh and exciting, and that's that's what life is supposed to be about. You can't live half a life and then be wondering why you're not happy or you're not content. Mm. You gotta go for it in all aspects. If you're if you're if you're um, if you can't reinvent from one stage of your life to the next, then you're you're always gonna kind of be. That's how I feel in a way. You're always gonna kind of be stuck. That's, Static. That's what I think Do you know is. what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Can I ask what was the question again? Sorry. <laughs> Because I think we've died. The memory. The question was, (laughs) 40 being a perceived importance milestone, um, do you feel you've achieved what you wanted? And if you haven't, does it actually matter? Okay, I get it. All right, cool. So um, for me, in terms of personal achievements, no, I don't. How I envisaged my life to be when I was younger is not how it is now, but I'm actually happy now, irrespective of not having those accomplishments because the focus is different now. So the focus is on my well-being, the focus is on my emotional well-being, mental health, happiness, freedom, independence. Do you know what I mean? Peace of mind, see it there. But years ago, I would have thought it would have had to have been about having having the house, having this. It's none of that. It's none of that. That doesn't matter to me, but it 
took for me to have to go through certain things in my life to be able to reevaluate and then realign my thinking, change, etc., to be able to come to this place. So I would agree with you 110% there. And I would say that when something happens to you, Mm-hmm. which is wherever it comes from, something that it comes and it pulls the rug from under you. Mm-hmm. It makes you look at life very differently. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. you can look at, I haven't got this and I haven't got that and I haven't got this. And When something happens that's, that's emotionally challenging to you mm-hmm. and it turns your world upside down, all of that does not matter. So that's where I am at. It doesn't matter what I have and haven't got or what is what I'm looking for. The things that I have got, sorry, which, are, which mean a lot to me. Yeah. And... You know, the fact that I can get up every day and breathe right. and yeah. I'm living yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and that, you know, I'm healthy. Mm. And, you know, those are the things that mean much more to me, the family and the friends that I've got around Sorry. me, as opposed to all my achievements that I haven't achieved. And I'm not going to beat myself up about them because I haven't achieved them. Mm. I think it's more... Tony, I think you forgot to mention that the most important thing is having me in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I did yes. say friends. I didn't say you that. Did, I you did. You did. Friends. I just mm. didn't want to name anyone, so anyone would feel left out. I think it's. I think it's lovely, and it's, and to get to a stage in life when you're just like, um, I'm going to go for all of the things. I'm really, literally, I'm just going to go for my life. I'm just going to go for it, whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. What we. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go for my life 100%. I'm not going to live half a life. I'm going to go for it, whatever it takes, in all of the aspects. Think easier okay. in your 40s, or do you think it's easier in your 30s? And what expectations from a partner do you have now versus when you were 10 years ago when you were 30s? And I'll start with I, Hannah. <sighs> my God. Um, if I'm going to be totally honest... I've had very low expectations when it comes to relationships anyway. And I'm genuinely the kind of person I can, I really feel like I can do a lot of things by myself, except for have sex with myself. Well, I can actually have sex yeah. with myself. If I want to, do it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. So like, I've never really been with a partner and been like, I've got these expectations of you. Like, I, well, I, want, I want you to do well in your life and I want you to support me in mine. But like, I mean, if you, um, see ya. <laughs> see ya. If it's not, no. Yeah, I don't know if I've, I've, I don't know if I, my expectations have changed. I think as I'm growing as a person and as a woman, my um, the way that I choose to have relationships now, they have to suit the way that I live, and that's really. I, I know that probably sounds super selfish, but they have to suit the way that I live. A lot of the time in my life, I've been away, so I'm away from my child, and I'm under a lot of pressure of being away from my family. Mm-hmm. So I don't need somebody at home talking about, oh, you're never here. Oh, I need you to just be at home <laughs> and take care of myself. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. So would you, are you that, would you have had that conversation about your, your chosen lifestyle in terms of your career with your partner so they understood that? Would you have had that um, openness and transparency in your 30s or do you, are you straight speaking now in your 40s, do you feel more comfortable having that conversation now? I think that because I've been doing my singing for so long, anybody that comes into my life knows what I do. So the, the the need for the explanation wasn't there. So I, my my life is a certain, has has been for the last thirteen years a certain way, and if you come into my life, it's not going to change just because you're there. If I need to go on tour and you can't take care of my baby for me, trust me, I'll find somebody. I've got family. I've got people that can help me out. So I, the need for me, for the need for you to be there and do anything is not really there. I want you there, innit? And that should be your that should be why you should be happy. Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it depends on the person that you're mm. with. I think it completely depends on the person you're with. 
Um, the type of person that I may have chosen in my 20s and my 30s is completely different to the type of person that I would choose now or have chosen now. And I think that makes all the difference. Yeah, no, I, I think you're quite right. Shakira? Well, okay. I'm not in a relationship. I am in a situationship. And my situationship is fun. And I don't want it to become a relationship because I like the freedom and I like having the opportunity to not have the when I say the emotional ties I don't want to say like it's there is no emotion there because there are emotions there but I was in such a heavy emotionally um draining situation prior to this so I'm just reliving and having my fun and having my excitement and giggling and feeling young and vibrant but how, yeah, not how yet. I'm not ready last? yet. It's probably not. It's not going to be like this forever. Clearly not. At some point, I'm going to need to settle down and do things sensibly. But as we discussed a little bit earlier on, when you get a, a knock, like a serious knock, you need to regroup. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not in a position at this moment in time to jump back into that and allow myself to be vulnerable for that to potentially happen again. So I'm now having my fun. I'm getting my excitement. He is gorgeous. It's next. So my expectations are make me happy, make me smile. We eat, we go out, we have nice times and that's it. I'm not expecting you to pay the bills or look after me or be there on a Wednesday at this time. To do. I'm not expecting none of that. At some point, I may want it, but at this moment in time, moment in time, I don't want it. I don't think I've ever what had about, a relationship like that. Yeah, I'm I just don't think I've say, ever had that companionship, kind of, like real companionship. I don't think I've like, ever really had, uh, other than the relationship I'm in right now. I haven't really, in my past relationships, I've been so focused on my career and my life, even sometimes at the expense of my child. This has been my focus. I really, really want to be for this to be, you know what I'm saying? So mm. I don't think I've ever really given the, my relationships that time and, you know, the time and the energy that it needs to kind of grow and flourish into a companionship. I'm very, like, if it's not working... It's because you're really independent. You see, for me, the situation I was in historically, I, there was a degree of codependence. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I can acknowledge that now. At the time, I didn't know that. I just thought, oh, you know, this is how it's supposed to be. But as when you come out of it, you learn, you grow, you understand and you see where you went wrong. And I needed to sever that. I needed to sever that tie completely. So that's the reason why I'm on the journey that I'm on now. Next year, my youngest daughter goes to university and I'm actually shitting myself because for the first time in my entire life, I'm going to be alone. I've never known being an adult and being alone. So it's only at that time when I'm thinking, oh my gosh, now I need to get a man. Like seriously, because it can't just be me and a cat. Because I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like a cat woman, isn't it? No, Shakira, but I don't want to be a cat totally woman. Alone. You've got your granddaughter. Yeah, you but I've got daughter. my granddaughter, but my granddaughter doesn't live with me. And do you know what I mean? You know how you know what I'm saying though. When you've been a parent from 17, and literally there's eight years between my girls. So when my eldest one went to secondary school, my youngest one started primary school. So I started all over again. End of an era, Vanessa. The, the baby is not my baby. Do you know what I mean? Like I can have her as and when, and it's all nice, and she lights up my life and all that kind of stuff. But in terms of in my home, uh, in my responsibilities, life. it's changed. It's going to change. So. At that you point, so I'm worried. Are you going to throw your situation to the curb as soon as your daughter moves Ooh, and find yourself? I don't know. Maybe my situation will become a. Be he might, he <laughs> might become a, a different situation by then. I don't know. Okay. Depends. It depends. Right. But I. The, the 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 fact is that I am now in control. 
if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? I am determining how this want, how I want this to be, you know, whereby before when I was in younger years, I don't think I had that sense of control. I think I was more led by the person and in terms of, you know, trying to be amenable and trying to appease them and trying to make sure that, the you know, we were both connecting and we we're both happy. Now I'm like, you know what? It's, it's my way. Mm. I did that you know? one time when I was 16. Do you remember when we was at school, Vanessa? And Daryl broke up with me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's important though that when you are in a relationship you have to know how to love yourself first because you cannot make or have expectations from somebody if you are not in that place where you can provide them that same level. Exactly. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's going to be hard. It's going to be very, very hard. I mean, I, I've had to learn that in my I'm current still learning. Yeah, yeah, that's, do. It's, do you know what? I don't, I struggle with that term. You know, you've got to love yourself. You've got to love yourself. Because what does it mean to but love you yourself? It's, it's different in, It's different for different people. What mm. what what constitutes loving yourself? You need because to deal you love with your shit, shit not gonna, before you have a relationship. I disagree. I disagree. You cannot, you cannot have, and I call it past relationship trauma. You cannot bring that into a new situation. 100%. Or a new relationship. You have to deal with that and be in a place where you are completely at free that point free but that's not that's not just that's not about loving yourself though so loving yourself and being in trauma is different so, yes so self-healing is separate to love can, can i just one one thing before you go on michelle i just want to say i think that this term loving yourself is thrown out a lot right and we, oh you got love yourself, love yourself you know how you love yourself is going to be very exclusive to you how yes. what, what whatever you consider to be loving yourself yep. and what you know what how it how it looks to you right what i've learned yeah, which I think is invaluable, is that you don't allow anybody to determine your happiness. That's correct. That is what is more important. Yes. So what makes you happy is determined by you and you, you alone. alone. So Do you know what I mean? What I'm saying is you cannot seek that happiness from somebody else unless correct. you are happy first. Yeah. Right. So that's what I mean in terms of loving yourself first. If we yes, want so to you be need to be happy in within yourself yeah. and you need to love yourself and you need to totally go into a new relationship situationship whatever it may be clean slate clean slate mm. yep you gotta someone let that hurt shit you go. before yeah they hurt you before you can't if you keep bringing that into a new relationship that you're always not gonna be move issues on. and yeah. you will not be able to move on how would you how do how how do you go about doing that when you've it takes time hannah when you've been you need to heal you're not ready it takes if time. it doesn't happen then you're not ready so then how do you say you miss the opportunities about your past relationship I think it's about you as a person yeah. not about ha your last relationship do you love yourself no it's right. everything it's everything, everything about, about you you come yeah, as a past. you come as a package when, when you meet somebody so can I say when I say past relationships and past other stuff <laughs> it means it's everything that anything that's caused you any form of trauma mm. anything that's caused you any trauma it, it hardens you it makes yeah. you harden yeah, to absolutely. the next situation yeah. if you feel like something is coming similar yeah. you're going to Part of those moments straight away. Yep. Hence That's why happens. I'm in a situationship and not a relationship because I'm not yet you need, ready. But you have not healed by yourself, yourself Kira. No, but you know what? I'm still <laughs> going for the process. I'm not even going to lie. I'm still going for the process. I'm not yeah. going to. I'm not told anybody that I am 100. percent You know what I mean? Solid and, so and concrete. So I'm going through the process. I'm going mm. through the process. I'm learning. I'm growing. I'm evolving. You know, I've come a long, long, long way from where I was, and now I'm having fun. So I'm in this phase now. Fun mm. phase. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Michelle. Stages. Michelle. Wow. Thank you, that ladies. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I Michelle, can over hear to myself you. now. So I was just going to say, from what you guys are saying, totally get it. Um, 
there is this part about knowing yourself, loving yourself, putting yourself first. But I thought, well, I thought I was here to talk about our experiences and not give the advice in such a blanket cover. Love yourself, be kind no, to yourself, to be do this to yourself. Yeah, but Michelle, no, no, we're no, speaking this is about a conversation us. we yeah. will have generally. Anyway, yeah, no, so no, I know it we is would. About, it is about how, what is your, do you impart your expectations on your partner? How do you deal with that? Do you think that they should be living no, I totally, at certain, uh, certain expectations? I totally level understand that, Without even knowing what you need to do for yourself. yourself. Yeah, so, I know, but for all our listeners, I'm mm. sure they've heard it from their friends of course they have and we're the same friends having the same same conversation exactly so I think when Shakira was talking and saying about what's good for her Mm. she's doing her love herself her way that's correct that's what I'm saying it's unique to you but you still need to and I think when we say love yourself I think a lot of people don't know what that means I don't think they know it. It's a term. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. It's a term. It's a term that underpins many different variables. Yeah, and very... Come on, underpins variables. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. Well, this is a word yeah. now. Yeah. Opera, come on. So we're not saying... Hey, hey, hey. Don't stats. Okay? Yeah? We are here to speak and learn from each other. But yes, mm-hmm. um, loving yourself isn't just about, okay, I've got to love myself. It's about self-learning. It's about self-reflection. It's about knowing the, the boundaries that you're going to have. Mm-hmm. It's about learning about boundaries you're going to have with others. It's about not um, placing your, you know, you have your core principles. Yeah. And it could mean so much to you. you. If somebody doesn't follow those making principles. It secondary. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not just that. But if somebody don't follow those principles for you, is that going to make or break? Or you're going to understand that not everybody's going to live by the same expectations. It takes True. a lot for I you. I think that you posted something the that. other day. Do you remember you posted something that said, um, I am not you. I am not you. So once you get that, you'll understand. Right. So I think that placing mm. expectations on other people, just generally in friendships, you in relationships. You will fail. You're going to fail. No We've one's going to live your life no like how you do. And right now at this moment, Vanessa is staring at me hard, you I'm know, no, no, like no, there's something wrong. I'm like, I'm like, I don't get beat up. I don't get beat up outside. No, listen, I had to, listen. I just think, loving yourself is just not putting up with shit because if you put up with shit, then how do you love yourself? That's how I see it and I've been in that situation before where I've put up with shit and I feel like if I loved myself and I respected myself then I wouldn't have been in that situation or put up with that situation that's what I see is loving myself so let me let me just counteract that a bit you may have loved yourself but you know what your love for others and understanding others and nurturing others I think as women we do that a bit too much it's not necessarily that we don't love each other but sometimes we make excuses for others yes we rationalize everything Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. justify we become like ostriches where we stick our head in the sand and we wait for something to blow over because we don't want to deal with it potentially not all of us Mm. but sometimes it is not loving yourself or sometimes it's about I do love myself but I'm trying to understand something outside of myself Mm. Okay, so, sorry, just one last thing just to wrap up before you jump in, Vanessa, one second. So hold on a minute. We're taking all this into consideration, bringing it back to the fact that we're 40 plus. Yeah, we are all 40 plus. Yeah, we are 40 plus. So therefore, this attitude that we have, (laughs) each of us that have shared today, stems from the fact of a place of knowing and a place of experience. Mm, Yeah. Yeah? Bringing it all back Mm. to where where we started because you wouldn't have had that that knowledge or that attitude or 10 years ago. Do you know what I mean? And neither would you and neither would I. So therefore... It, it, it stands to reason that being 40 plus has its benefits because we've now got a little bit of sense yes. <laughs> that we didn't have Just before. <laughs> so on that note, then, if you were to impart a little knowledge on your younger self, what advice would that be? Nina, Coca-Pina, Ribena. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, just don't take no shit. Yeah, I don't know. Um, do you think it's like, when you say don't take no shit, do you mean like... I just think in general, work, relationships, family, friends, yep, like yep. everything. Like I was somebody that probably took a lot of crap from people and just didn't say anything. And I probably still do a little bit, don't I? You do? Yeah, of course. Yeah, but, um, do you? Yeah, I do. But you I'm, don't take I'm, no shit from me. You're special, what, You don't give me no shit, Hannah. Okay. You give me jokes. Jokes. But yeah, that's that's what I'd say. Let me stop flicking because the plaques came out yesterday when I was flicking it. <laughs> Toadie. <laughs> they did, though. It fell on the floor and then the night was running around swinging. Anyway. Tony. Sorry. The whole trailer of thought went out the window. Um, yeah, similar to what Lena said. Um, don't take no shit. But also, I don't know, grow and look at life for what it is and try and grab it with both two hands and live it and mm. think we I think yeah if I think from 30 to 40 plus um lots of things happened and lots of things have made you grow and go in different directions but really be true to yourself as well and I think um and just yeah just live I think live life don't take no nonsense and um yeah if you want something go and get it I just think there's nothing worse than living half a life you know, like not not actually really, really going for it, and all like you know, we've all been, we've all had d- different experiences that have taught us things. We've all, there's been times when the rug has been pulled out many, many times in my life, especially when I just have to uh, sit down and reevaluate. And ultimately, the bottom line for everything is this is one chance, you know, one chance alone. Exactly. One chance, sure. Michelle. So I would say um, it's okay to ask questions and it's okay to say you don't like something. I don't like this, I don't like that. Um, don't be afraid to say something that you think other people won't get because you know what, half the time the other fuckers are sitting around and they don't get it either. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you will be remembered for the person that was strong enough, courageous enough. You may not see it, you may not be the fly on the wall to see it, but just speak up and do what you need to do for you. If don't, you know, it's easy to say than it is to do, mm-hmm. but just ask the question. If someone looks at you stupidly, it's okay. That's not the only person in the world. That room isn't the only room in the world. You that know, you're, you're going to keep going. One. There'll be so many more opportunities. It. it doesn't have to be any of Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> oh, that's the bane of my life. Every, every time you know I what? hear that you song. Know what? Right? Can I say something? Every time every I travel abroad, I right, people do that and they start dancing <laughs> and they always think they're the first person that's ever done that. And it happens all the time and it's so jarring right because when I was in 1977 there was no one called Shakira in 1982 Hannah, you're there was no one called Shakira why okay, was there Shakira, no one called Shakira in my primary school when they used to be called you know on your younger self let's focus so what would I tell my younger self I would tell my younger self to listen to your gut Right. Listen to your gut, listen to your intuition, listen to your God, listen to whatever it is, that voice that's inside you, that tells you, that guides you. You listen to that because you know what? Sometimes we get it, we hear it and we push it aside and then we take advice from Hmm. left, right, up, down, rather than our own selves. We know best. Do you know what I mean? We know exactly what we should be doing when you're in a situation and that little voice says to you, don't do it or don't go right or don't go forward or don't date that man or leave his ras. you know what take that advice 
Um, so, so everybody, I think you can take from there that the things that we need to focus on at being 40 plus, um, being in relationships and loving ourselves is to love and accept yourself fully. Feed your soul. It's so important to ensure that you do whatever you want to do and enjoy and forget expectations. Okay, ladies? And have lots of sex. <laughs> No, so thank you very much. That is very important. Have lots of sex. Keeps you young. So thank you very much. That's forty something, and thank you very much for listening. Thank, thank you. Guys.